الحمد لله الذي جعل الإحسان أكبر الأسباب لنيل الكرامات وأذية الخلق وإضرار بهم موجب للعقوبات أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله كامل الأسماء والصفات وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أفضل المخلوقات اللهم صل على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد يا عباد الله الحمد لله على نعمة الإسلام والسنة All praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the Sunnah. All praise and thanks belong to Allah for the bounty of Islam and for the bounty of the Sunnah. This deen, this deen of Al-Islam is a beautiful deen, is a way of life that is beautiful. This deen, and it is important that we understand this, that this deen, كَمَا قَالَ إِمَامُ السَّعْدِينَ رَحْمَةُ الدين مبني على المصالح في جلبها ودرء للقبائح that the religion, the way of life of Al-Islam, the deen of Al-Islam is built upon that which benefits the people. Is built upon that which benefits, period. Whether it be the people, the human beings, whether it be the jinn, whether it be the animals, whether it be the earth, the deen of Al-Islam is a deen that is built upon benefit. Built upon benefit. In bringing about that benefit and in repelling those repugnant and harmful things and pushing back those bad and distasteful things. That this is from the greatest objectives of the deen of al-Islam, the deen of al-Islam is built upon bringing about benefit and repelling harm. وَقَالَ إِمَامُ السَّعْدِ And Imam al-Sa'di, he comments upon this line of poetry of his, and he says, فَكُلُّهُ مَبْنِيٌ عَلَى تَحْسِيلِ الْمُصَالِحِ He said, all of the religion is built upon bringing about benefit. Bring about benefit. Fiddin wa dunya wal akhira. Inside of the deen, meaning religiously, bringing about a benefit that is religious. Also bringing about a benefit that is worldly. And also bringing about a benefit in the hereafter. That the deen of Al Islam it is built upon bringing about benefit in one religious life, inside of his worldly life, and in his afterlife. Bring about benefit. And is built upon repelling the harm, repelling those things that are harmful. Whether that harm be a harm that's religious, or whether that harm be a harm that is worldly, or whether that harm be a harm that's connected to the hereafter. That the religion of Al Islam, it repels the harm, repels the harm that may be take place in one's religion repels the harm that may take place in one's worldly life 
and repels the harm that may take place in one's afterlife. The deen of al-Islam, it repels the harm. Imam Sa'di, rahmatullah alayhi, he goes on and he says, elsewhere, Ayyuhal nas, ittaqullah. O human beings, fear Allah Azza wa Jal. Wa'alamu anna min tawfiq al-abd wa sa'adatin kafu adhiyyatihi anil muslimin wa anil nas ajma'in. That from a person's being granted success and from that which is linked to an individual's happiness is that they keep their harm. They repel the harm that will emanate from themselves, emanate from themselves, from the Muslims. They keep their harm away from the Muslims. And then I added, rather they keep their harm away from all of mankind. That they keep their harm away from mankind. They keep their harm away from even the animals. They keep their harm even away from the roadways. Naam. As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said in that hadith that we went over some weeks ago, that Iman is of different branches. Naam. The highest of them is the qawm, La ilaha illallah. Wa adanaha imadatil adha ala tariq. And the lowest of it is removing something harmful from the roadways. Removing something harmful from the roadways. That this is from Iman. Naam. That what? That we don't put nothing harmful in the road and we remove harm when we see it inside of the road. وَقَالَ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ فِي الْحَدِيثِ مُتَفِقٌ عَلَيْهِ And the Prophet وسلم, he said in a hadith that is agreed upon its, its authenticity by both Imam al-Bukhari and Imam Muslim. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, بَيْنَمَا رَجُلٌ يَمْشِي بِالطَّرِيقُ إِذْ وَجَدَ غُصْنَ شَوْكَ فَأَزَالَ فَشَكْرَ اللَّهُ لَهُ فَغَفِرَ لَهُ وَأَدَخَلَهُ الْجَنَّةِ That if a man is walking inside of a road, he's walking inside of a path, and he sees some thorns, he sees a collection of thorns inside of that path. Now, he sees a bush of thorn inside of that path, and then he removes it, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will thank that man and forgive him, and enter him into Jannah. For what? from removing some thorns out of the road. So of course, that which is more harmful will take precedent. Naam. The removal of harm from the roadways will be a cause by way in which an individual will be forgiven by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Will be a cause that an individual will have his sins forgiven and enter into the Jannah. That he removes something harmful from the roadways. And as we learn in the other hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, this is from Iman. This is a branch from the branch of Iman to remove something harmful from the roadways. So therefore that necessitates that if it is such a great reward to remove something harmful from the roadways, then thus it necessitates that the Muslim will not be one who will put something haram inside of the road. Do you understand the concept? Do you understand the concept? When we reflect upon this concept, perhaps we will understand the khalal. Perhaps you will understand the deficiency that exists inside of the Muslim community. Because the Muslims are those who, when they go to a land, when they go to a country, they are those who are supposed to be bringing about good to the inhabitants of that land. 
calling them to that which will benefit them inside of their religion, calling them first and foremost to that which will benefit them in the hereafter, calling them to La ilaha illallah, calling them to Muhammad Rasulullah, calling them to worship Allah and Allah alone, calling them to believe in the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, calling them to believe in all of the prophets and the messengers correctly, calling them to rectify their beliefs, calling them to be righteous until their parents, calling them to giving charity, calling them to fasting in Ramadan, so on and so forth from the righteous good deeds, calling them to enter into the deen of Al-Islam, that which will benefit them in this world and in the next, calling them to do those things that will benefit them, calling mankind to that which will help them, calling mankind to that which will enhance their life in this world and in the next. This is how the Muslim should be when he enters into a situation. But is this how the Muslims are when they enter into situations? Is this how the Muslims are when they enter into the various communities here in this country? Is this what they doing? Do they come into a situation and enhance that situation? Or do they come into a situation and they perpetuate the problem? Like it, who like it, hate it, who hate it. It is what it is. Anytime you find the Muslims be the one who you can go to to get your pork rings. Anytime you find the Muslim is the one who you can go to to get your alcohol. Anytime you find the Muslims is the one who you can go to them to get your paraphernalia for your drugs, for your, for your weed and get from them the, the cigarettes and, and get from them and get from them and get from them from the lotto and the scratch-offs and the so on and so forth. How are you helping the community? But rather you are aiding and being a cancer to the community. But is this what Islam calls us to do? Does this sound like repelling the evil? Does this sound like repelling the evil from humanity? No, but rather it sounds like you're nothing but a cancer upon the society. Nothing but a cancer upon the community. Nothing but a cancer and a detriment to the community that you walk into. That sound like what a Muslim should do? That sound like what a Muslim should do? Fear Allah, ya ibad. Fear Allah, azza wa jal. What do you think, this is a joke? You have no fear, you have no shyness in front of your Lord, jalla wa'ala. You think that you're doing something good because you're making money off haram? You think you're going to be rewarded from that? You think you're going to benefit from that by putting those haram earnings and buying food for it for your children and feeding your children with that? Clothing your children with that? Putting shelter over their head with that? You think that's going to bring about good? You think that's going to bring about good? And then you surprised. Then you surprised. When the indigenous people of a country don't want you in their community, then you surprised when the indigenous people of a country will come and protest and they see you trying to put up a masjid. Then you surprised when the indigenous people of a community will come and they will give you all types of problems. Well, that's what you get. You brought it upon yourself. Now they come, they rob you. Now they come, disrespect you. Now they come, talk bad and verbally abuse you. What do you think? What do you think you deserve? When you ain't nothing but part of the problem. This is not how the Muslim is supposed to be. But rather the Muslim is one who's supposed to come and enhance for the people. Show them how they should be living. Not aid them in the corrupt, despicable, filthy way in which they live in. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he tells us, Ta'awanu ala birri wa taqwa wa la ta'awanu. 
cooperate in good and righteousness. Help one another in good and righteousness. And do not help one another upon sin and transgression. Do not help one another upon sin and transgression. When you sell a man a cigarette, when you sell a man paraphernalia, what are you going to go and you're going to smoke marijuana with? When you sell a man a pipe so you can go and smoke whatever you're going to smoke inside of it. When you're selling a man malt liquor, when you're selling a man pork, when you're selling a man all types of alcohol, is that helping him upon righteousness? Is that helping him upon fearing Allah? Or is that helping him upon sin and transgression? All of those aforementioned things, are they not sin? Are they not sinful things? Are they not transgressing things? Huh? Are we following the footsteps of the Jews? That you can do to the Gentile what you can do to the Gentile, but you can't do it to the Jew? That's what you think? They go far, you can sell it to him anyway? Then what do you do here with this ayah? What do you do here with this verse? And do not cooperate upon sin and transgression. Yeah, ibadullah. Muslims, check yourselves. Get yourselves together because the deen of Islam is built upon bringing about benefit and repelling the harm. Don't be part of the problem. Hada aqulu qawli hada wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa li jami' al-muslimin fastaghfiru fa innahu huwa al-ghafur rahim Bismillah walhamdulillah Allah. want you to listen to this hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The Prophet sallallahu said, اتقوا الملاعن ثلاث. The Prophet sallallahu said, beware. Take a protection for yourself from three things that will cause you to be cursed by Allah Azza Three things that will cause you to be cursed by Allah Azza wa Jal. What are they? Al-Muraz fil-Muwarid wal-Qari'ah al-Tariqah al-Ghil what are these three things that get you cursed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? The Prophet sallallahu he said, relieving yourself. Relieving yourself. Now, I'm going to the bathroom. Inside of the places where the people gather. Or watering places. Going to the bathroom inside of the road. And going to the bathroom where? Going to the bathroom inside of the shaded areas so people rest and take shade. Going to the bathroom in these areas will get you cursed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One, because you will be exposing, potentially exposing your aura, potentially exposing your private parts. So now it could be seen because what? Because you're relieving yourself in public areas. And you will be harming the people. The people they take rest in a particular place. The people, Yani, they, 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 they sit and gather in a particular place. And then when they go there, they smell in urine. When they go there, they smell in feces and, and, and the like, feces and the like. Huh? Because you relieve yourself in public areas. So now you have brought harm to the people. By what? By relieving yourself. 
I want you to contemplate on this hadith that these are situations that'll get you cursed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because you're bringing harm to situations, bringing harm to the public. So now what do you think is gonna be the situation for the man who's the drug dealer? Hmm? What do you think is gonna be the situation for the Muslim who is a gang member? Harming the people, distorting the people, robbing the people, assaulting the people, the man selling drugs, dishing out and handing out drugs. Huh? Do you not think that drugs is worse than him urinating inside of the, under the tree? But yet we have Muslims where Iyadu Billah, they're involved in gangs. We have Muslims where Iyadu Billah, and they're part of selling drugs. We have Muslims where Iyadu Billah, and they're part of uh, gun running. We have Muslims where Iyadu Billah, and they're part of robbery syndicates and the like. This is not how we're supposed to be, Ya'ibad. What are we doing? What is wrong with us? What is wrong with us? That we think that this is okay. Do you think that it is not harmful that an individual is upon the way of the Khawarij, he's upon the way of ISIS, he's upon the way of Al-Qaeda, he's upon the way of the Khwan Muslimun, Khwan Muslimin, he's upon the way of, 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 spewing out this corrupted ideology, harming innocent people, committing murder against innocent people? Do you think that this individual will fare better than the one who urinated under a tree? Urinated in the middle of the road? Do you think this man is better? Huh? This man is worse. This man is worse by far. Because he's harming people, killing people, taking their wealth, so on and so forth. None of this fits into what the deen calls us to be like. None of this coincides with the manner in which we are to be. We have to check ourselves. We have to take our harm and keep it away from the people. Not expose them to it. Not excel in doing it. But keep it away from the people. Now do you understand perhaps from another standpoint how despicable the Khawarij are, how despicable ISIS is, how despicable Al-Qaeda is, how despicable Al-Shabaab is, how despicable any terrorist is? Do you see now better how despicable they are? If the man that urinate under the, 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 the tree inside of the shade is cursed, what do you think is for the likes of these individuals who the Prophet ﷺ has described them as Kilabunar, the dogs of the hellfire? My question to my side and to you all. Because this is not a situation that we want to hear things and say, oh yeah, that's them. No, no, no. Forget all this. My question to them and to you. And first before Yatu to me. My question is to myself first and foremost. When it comes to what was mentioned. That the deen of Al-Islam is a deen that is built upon bringing about benefit. And repelling harm. When it comes to this concept. Where do we stand? Where do I stand? I have to ask myself this question. And I want you to ask yourself that question. Where do you stand? Are you a benefit for those around you? Or are you a detriment to them?
Are you an asset to them or are you a liability to them? Are you helping this society or are you being a cancer to this society? Ma'am, I want you to ask yourself that. Are you enriching the neighborhoods or not? How many, how many years the Muslims have been in West Palm Beach? How many years been in been Palm Beach County? How many years the Muslims been here? Is Palm Beach County better for our presence? Or is our presence like our absence? How long the Muslims been here in this country? Is this country better off with our presence? Or is our presence a cancer? Because the khalal, the deficiency, is not in the deen. No, it's in us. It's in us. The, the deficiency is not inside of the religion. It's in us. Because we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing. Because we have fallen short. So, if you don't leave with anything, I want you to leave by questioning yourself and asking yourself truthfully and then making the proper adjustments. Are we a part of the problem? Okay, Muslim.